Merry meet, and welcome to Practical Witch Talk. I'm your host, Friday Gladhart, author of the Practical Witch's Almanac and instructor at Witch Academy. This podcast is an informal talk about newbies and elders and everything in between in witchcraft. Thank you for joining me. A few days ago, I was in a bookstore where I struck up a conversation with three young people. There were two girls in their 20s. Um were asking me about a witchcraft book I was browsing, and it came to pass that they were looking for more information in an area in which I have a great deal of experience. The young man that accompanied them was a few feet away browsing the tarot decks and listening to the conversation. Occasionally, he would look up and glance at one of his friends. We spoke for about 15 minutes, and just as the young man drew close, one of the young women asked me what I would recommend to get started in the tarot. Now, even after hearing that I had been a professional tarot reader for 35 years, doing tarot readings on a daily basis, am somewhat of a tarot historian, was the vice president of one of those sketchy 900 psychic lines in the 90s with over a thousand tarot readers working with me, and have written books about tarot, teach classes in person and online for 25 years, the young man jumped in, physically put himself between myself and the woman, while saying, I have a bonding ritual for you to do. He proceeded to just take over the conversation, putting himself in the place of master instructor. I listened and smiled, agreeing that a connection or bonding ritual does help, and let him go on telling the girls what they should and should not do. I also proceeded to tell them all kinds of myths and BS, including the toxic advice that Your tarot deck, especially your first one, should always be gifted or stolen and should never be purchased for yourself. And I am going to try really hard not to get started on the the problems that that incurs. Just trust me, it is a myth. And you can buy the tarot deck, obtain it, do not steal it. It doesn't have to be gifted, but you can buy whatever tarot deck pulls you, what you're drawn to, what you're attracted to. That's the deck that's going to work best for you. Anyway, at this point, I have anchored my eyes into position to prevent them from rolling, and I'm trying to watch the group dynamic stay non-judgmental as possible and see this group dynamic that the trio have established amongst themselves. And I'd like to say that this dynamic was unique, but alas, it is not. The same dynamic is extremely common in the magical community, at least here in the South, particularly with uh, uh, a few women being instructed by uh, a perceived elder. So a man with no more experience than his peers in this area will often presume a position of power and authority over his female friends, and all types of gaslighting and manipulation ensue from dropping hints about mysteries he knows, but they're not yet advanced enough for him to share and so forth. Usually, the women have self-confidence issues, body dysmorphia, or are seeking some sort of external validation. Particularly here in the South, they're coming from a place of a bit more oppression than you might experience in, say, like the inner city in New York, or, well, okay, depends on the color of your skin, I suppose, in that way, but uh, women 
coming down here, moving down into the South from the Midwest was like stepping 20 years back in time for women's rights in many ways. And so women, uh, especially young women, are coming out of in hopefully in a in a phoenix or a chrysalis type of way, but they're coming out of a state of being very controlled. That's what they're used to. And there are people, particularly around here, that will prey upon that. They're used to being told what to do. They're used to having their judgment questioned all of the time, their wisdom being undermined. And so a lot of times when you're exploring a new path on which you have a lot of trepidation, uh, some fear that your Christian upbringing has just burrowed into your subconscious, you tend to try to find the safety and security of having uh, a person with more experience. And it is a delicate balance between listening to an elder's wisdom and being told what to do by a megalomaniacal, narcissistic uh, control freak. Anyway, so rather than empowering women, or actually everyone, because I'll relate another story that is... uh, uh, male gender, but rather than empowering them through their witchcraft, by empowering them by helping them find their own power, their friend in this particular bookstore example, and many others around them, either try to make their take their power from them or ostracize them for their witchcraft. So if they're at home, they're getting ostracized and attacked because of their interest in the occult and witchcraft and magic. When they're in their peer groups with other friends, uh, who are interested in witchcraft and magic, many times someone in that group will try to take this leadership role, deserved or not. Um, this leaves a lot of confused young people who are overwhelmed that they might do something dangerous or wrong without the guidance of people who have forced themselves into this position of power over them. They turn to social media um, for guidance, Um And as entertaining but sensationalized as TikTok can be, it often ends up frightening them into further compliance with the instructions of their perceived expert. So they'll see something on TikTok, they freak out, they go ask their uh, leader, I'm putting that in air quotes, (laughs) I hate that, Um, they'll go ask their leader and he'll he'll tell them what to do or what not to do. And um, I'd like to say that, uh, well, I'm going to skip that. Here's another weird bookstore encounter. A young man was asking me about energy work and light workers and was looking for more information about paladins. He told me about his UPG. That's an unverified personal gnosis. You'll encounter that a lot in uh, witchcraft writing articles, research papers, and podcasts about witchcraft. Anyway, he told me about this uh, paranormal experience while he was with a friend. And immediately after the experience, his friend told him that his UPG had happened to him because he was a paladin. Although he was originally drawn to witchcraft, folk magic, and Norse traditions, he believed everything his friend said because he respected and admired him. He dropped the word witch title and started to identify as paladin. So, after asking a few key questions, I discovered that the friend who told him he was a paladin is a dungeon master for Dungeons & Dragons and spends nearly all of his free time playing video games where paladins are frequent characters. I'm not saying the young man that I was speaking to is not a holy warrior, but you don't need to assume the title because someone else bestowed it upon you. So here are a 
few things for new witches and for elders. You are special. You don't need to provide credentials to prove that you're special. You don't need to be given a title by some perceived authority figure to be special. And you certainly don't need anyone else giving you a title. Do not let another person limit your personal practice by accepting their arbitrary secondhand judgments or decrees. That is a worrisome red flag. Second one. Uh, this one's a big important one. If you get nothing else out of this podcast, please pay attention here. You are not a baby witch. Do not infantilize yourself. You're a newcomer, but you bring with you life experiences that no one else has. No one should treat you like a baby, and with experience, you'll learn that your words of power, including your inner dialogue, hold power. Try to avoid calling yourself a baby witch. And even if you've embraced that title, good for you, but really think about it. Particularly avoid expressing it to others. It's demeaning to yourself, and it's really cringy to others, particularly experienced witches. Hold your head up, my friend. You are a witch. That said, there are a few blogs that really are written, I really enjoy them, and they're written for baby witches, and although I wish these writers would use different terminology, it doesn't detract from the overall quality of their content. So, you may have embraced the term baby witch, but uh, I'm asking that you reconsider. The next point I'd like to make is that you need to show some damned respect. And here I'm going to get on my soapbox, because I am regularly, weekly, every time I go to work, dismissed, ignored, and, well, okay, show some damn respect. I have been teaching a class, and a man who has studied one book will talk over me and correct me. I've been told, I told a young woman that, I was told by a young woman that I was being paranoid about being so careful not to disclose the names of the members of witchacademy.org. I gotta tell you guys, you have no idea. Those of us who have been doing this for 30 plus years made the way for you. We made practicing witchcraft less dangerous because we were out when it was unsafe. We fought the battles in the courtrooms. We repaired the windows that were broken. We joined the interfaith councils. We challenged the boards of directors. We hired the attorneys. We cast the spells. And we paid a hefty price. Many of us lost custody of children. Many of us had issues in civil courts that were kangaroo court setups. Do not ever presume that you know the sacrifices, the challenges, and the struggles we made for our craft, for your craft, and for future witches. That's it. I'm off the soapbox. A little more preachy here on the next one is when you encounter someone who is an elder, STFU, listen, ask questions. There are no dumb questions. And if someone is condescending in their answers, then check your sensitivity first. And if you know you're not being touchy, then take your questions to someone who respects you. I'm getting kind of sassy here today. Sorry about that if I'm putting out a little too much attitude. But don't feel intimidated and then react by spewing a bunch of your own credentials, which is know you have all the qualifications and credentials you need to follow your own path. In particular, in particular, elders do not want to hear your credentials based on heredity. If you were the seventh son of a seventh son, if your grandmother was a witch, if you have native, Norse, Egyptian, Celtic, or whatever DNA, it doesn't matter. You are a witch. You have claimed that title, taken on that mantle, and your DNA does not add credibility or validity to your path. Which brings me 
to the topic of the title of elder. I met a couple a few years back who introduced themselves to me as elders. They even appended the word elder to the beginning of their names. So you had to call them like elder so-and-so every time you address them. And hey, if that title empowers you, you do you. Except, here's where I took issue. This couple bowed to me in the manner seen in the fictional uh, television show The Worst Witch. The newer one, not the old one. And they had taken on students. They were teaching this fictional witchcraft that they had piece-parted together from movies and television and were passing it off as ancient practices. They still are. And they have even developed a little following. And this bugs me. The elders I know, those who I consider elders, do not adopt the title elder themselves. It's a mantle of power and responsibility they earned through years of study and experience, contributing to the community. They generally don't call themselves elders. Other people do. I welcome your comments, questions, rants, and suggestions. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Witch Academy in cooperation with Practical Witch, LLC. You can support the podcast through Patreon and subscribe through Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, other streaming services. A special thank you goes out to my patrons for their support. Becky, Lindsay and Chris, and Arkansas's finest stores, Strange Brew Occult Shop in Fort Smith and the Parlor Metaphysical Store in Hot Springs. If you'd like to learn, learn more about witchcraft, plants, and tarot, check out witchacademy.org. Blessed be.